Welcome everyone to the Digital Collective. I'm your host, James Hicks from Hicks New Media. And on this show, we focus on the people, platforms, and the tools that are making positive strides within the technology sector today. My guest today, listen, Rocky Nash. I'm so excited to have this conversation. Rocky is an executive live producer who focuses on guiding her clients through content strategy, studio builds, digital show launches, and media exposure. We're going to talk today about her journey as a creator. We're going to talk about how she doesn't let the technology get in the way of actually producing and delivering high quality content. We're going to talk about best practices that she may have for other creators looking to rise above the noise in today's digital creator economy. You are definitely going to want to have your pen, your notepad ready because you're going to collect some gems today from Ms. Rocky Nash. Let's go ahead and get into it, y'all. Uh, chief everything officer, I'm wearing this shirt for you. This, this is, this is you, right? This, this is Rocky Nash for sure. Rocky, how you yes. doing today? Thank you. I'm doing great, James. Thank you so much for having me on your show. I've been looking forward to this. I appreciate it. Listen, I, I'm giddy as well. And we, I got you. We're going everywhere. We're on, we're on YouTube. We're on Twitter. We're on LinkedIn. Everywhere. Maybe on Facebook. You know, I'm trying to get away from Facebook, but well, we, we still there sometimes. Uh, we all are, but we can't <laughs> stop. We, we can't, we can't stop. stop. We can't stop. Yes. Listen, I would be remiss if I didn't let you the uh, origin tell your origin story, right? Again, I can tell it at 35,000 feet level, but it's always best, I think, for the individual to say who they are, what it is that they do, and kind of acclimate themselves to the community, if you don't mind. Sure, absolutely. Hi, everyone. My name is Rocky Nash, and I'm live in Las Vegas, but I was born in Detroit, Michigan, raised here in Vegas, went to college here at UNLV. Uh, Well, before that, College of Southern Nevada, UNLV, studied abroad in China. And my my I was a commercial photographer by trade for almost two decades before getting into video, beta testing live stream and getting into that industry. But now I'm executive live producer. I I left a network television news as a digital live producer uh, last year. And now I'm running my own digital media agency, Savvy Streaming. And so you will find me at all the latest technology and imaging conferences and conventions, especially because they're hosted here in Las Vegas, covering the latest hardware and software solutions for myself and for my clients. So that's what I do. Again, Chief. Everything, everything. off. <laughs> Listen, Rocky Nash is the truth, and I mean that—that's impressive, right? And your location is just conducive to again everything. I, I see you every year uh, in January for CES. Uh, it was yeah. pretty cool that we got a chance to connect this past year uh, within the media lounges and things of that nature. But just having that access to content, having that access to the shows and the conference and things of that nature by living where you live takes away one hurdle, right? Because, you know, a lot of us who may not live there have have to travel and and there's, there's an excuse, but you, 
And I want to talk a little bit about that, right? The fact that there really is no excuse to create high quality content and you really excel at that. You, when, when I saw you the first time, when, when I saw you the first time, you had the mask on and you almost, I thought you were going to mug me in, in, the, in the elevator, but we, we, we won't talk about people that. that. <laughs> we, we, we I do run up on that. people. <laughs> yeah, you were, yeah, but uh, the, the fact that you, you walked into the CES Unveiled event with just your mobile phone, your, your mobile rig, road mic attached to that, your microphone, and, and that was it. You, you didn't have the big mirrorless camera. You didn't have the big light set up. Talk to us a little bit about the fact that you can create and deliver so much content on really on such a small rig and, and, a, and a portable rig as well. Talk to us a little bit about that. You know, that's a great question because even when I started out, I, I delayed in getting started because I was worried that I didn't have the right gear. Mm. I didn't have a script. I, I, I don't have the history behind me, the, the degree in journalism, uh, but I was a content creator and I was a storyteller and I had an expertise. I knew a lot about Las Vegas travel and lifestyle having been a luxury salesperson before. Many people, if you live in Las Vegas, we worked in hospitality in some way. And I've done luxury sales, luxury timepieces. I know a lot about men's watches or men's, I have women's watches too, because I wear both. And also then from there, I worked in real estate and I worked in VIP concierge, taking care of high rollers and celebrities here. So I knew a lot about my city. So that was my strength. I played to my strengths mm -hmm. when I finally got the courage after a couple of people recommended, you know, just go live, try these new apps out. One was Periscope. There were others that no longer exist now, but I was an early uh, adopter of a lot of live stream platforms. But the beginning of my storytelling career in video was talking about Las Vegas travel and tourism, answering people's questions live on Periscope. And I was only using my iPhone 6S. So I was only now. using my, my mobile phone. Yes, I think I, I might even have it nearby, but my iPhone 6S, I, the first stream that I did, I believe I, I was in Tivoli Village. If you live in Las Vegas, you know that's in Summerlin. And then the second, I believe, was at Bellagio, the fountains of Bellagio, showing the world the fountains and how they are synchronized to the music. And I had thousands of people on that stream. And when I did my first 360 live stream, beta yeah. testing an Insta360 camera going live onto Twitter, it was 50,000, nearly 50,000 people live watching around the world. And it was amazing because I didn't have the best camera. I didn't have a gimbal. I didn't have external audio. It was just me, that app, online audience talking about something I knew a lot about and answering questions in real time. And that's when I knew never let fear of, of others, like comparing yourself to others and their progress mm. or fear that you don't have the right gear to get started, stop you because that led to me building a firm foundation and storytelling on camera in real time where it didn't scare me anymore. And I, I was a shy person growing up, but you can't be. Yeah. in live stream. So I learned a lot from that and that taught me and I stayed that way for about five years going live almost daily. Sometimes um, I built a, a large audience and also attracted brands organically. So don't um, start where you are with what yeah. you have and go live. That's something that's even in my email signature. Start where you are. I think with it, what hold you on. Have it, it is. I think. There, okay. 
It is because that's where I started, <laughs> and let, I, let I still you, use it. Yeah, that's that's good stuff. Let me let me ask you something because you 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 hinted on something right there, and I think this is also a a hindrance to maybe some folks who who want to get into content creation, who want to get into digital uh, curation, things of that nature. You started with what you know as well, right? You you knew the the Vegas scene from a from a luxury, from a concierge, from a sporting, from an event, entertainment perspective, and you went out and talked about what you know and knew, which made it more comfortable to have yes. those conversations and to share maybe that behind the scenes that not everyone knows about when you come to the city, listen, you want to stay here. Boom. You want to go do this. I should be talking to you about these tag Howards that, you know, uh, that that's my watch. We, we, <laughs> yes, we can talk about, about, yeah, we, we, we should talk, talk about, about we're going to talk about that offline, but you and me and tag Howard, we, we could probably get together and do some things. Uh, yes, Okay. See, um, Steve Worthy's in the building. He, he likes to spend money oh. too. So watch yourself yes, now. Gonna, talk to me about it. <laughs> we won't get ourselves in trouble. But you, you mentioned a statement as well a couple of times and that of storytelling, right? Because it, it's a whole difference of just going out, turning on a camera, pressing record and showing something. But the the skill of storytelling. Talk us a little bit more about how important that is to being successful when you're reaching a community, reaching an audience and trying to convey emotion. Because just talking monologue and monotone, that, that's not going to do it, unfortunately. But your ability to storytell, did you learn that in school? Did you learn that just that was innate to how you uh, started delivering your messages? Talk to us a little bit about that. Well, uh, like I said, I was shy growing up, but I did a lot of volunteer work. I'm a God girl, and I definitely did a lot of um, of that. That really helped me with volunteering in the, in the religious space. Mm -hmm. Also, um, not being a fear, having fear of rejection. Not, not um, I, I did go to college, but I went to a community college before I did online schooling, before I went to UNLV here in Las Vegas. So yes, getting out of your comfort zone really helps, but talking about something that you know is also what helps like to, to what you said. Yeah. But I don't want to make it ever seem like, let me start by saying you can do it differently and you can still win. I think with the sea of content online and the sea of social media experts and the sea of video experts and producers, we, we need to be careful not to make it appear that there's only one way to do something oh, and like succeed. Come on. Yeah because there's not, I started on my mobile phone. Many people frowned upon it at the time, you know, many people, well, there weren't a lot of people doing live streams in Las Vegas at the time. There wasn't a lot of people doing Las Vegas travel and tourism videos. There were some on YouTube, but I was going live on Periscope. And to, to speak to the fact that you could be on your phone, but if you talk about something that you know, well, that, that takes out the fear of what am I going to talk about? That, that that takes out the doubt in, in yourself that like, oh no, someone's going to question me. They might, they might say, no, that's not right. But I knew that nobody could tell me that what I was saying I wasn't right because I know my city and I love my city. It's constantly changing, but that was something that I was confident in. And so just to go back to this worked for me, I encourage you to try it. And if it doesn't work for you, but, but something else speaks to you, do that because if you're consistent with it, people will pick up on that and they will be attracted to you. So that is why I say, this is what I'm saying worked for me. Yeah. 
I didn't let the, the, the gear get in the way. I talk about, I talked about something that I knew very well. I didn't let the fear that comes from comparison bother me either. Cause there's a lot of better, more com people who are more comfortable on camera, more well-spoken, more educated, who have the degrees behind them. But it didn't matter for my audience because I focused on what I was talking about, which was Las Vegas travel and tourism. I went live in places so that I could answer people's questions in real time. And, and that helps them because maybe they were planning their trips to Las Vegas. And so my content was not only from an expert standpoint, it was approachable. I was serving, I focused on serving the people by answering their questions in real time. And that made it an easy yes for people to continuously come back for my next stream, even though you know what the streams look like in those days. <laughs> it was not 4K. Not, not, you know, I'm going to say not even 720, watched. but you know, we wasn't, hey, but I don't know so what right. it was. So, yeah. Right. So if I got off on a tangent a little bit, you know, redirect me. But I just want to say I started with storytelling by talking about something I knew. I focused on serving others instead of my fear of going live yeah. that made me forget about it once I was talking. And then when you focus on the comments and answering people, you don't have to come up with the next topic. <laughs> uh, well, well, I'm, I'm going to focus on the comments, but I'm trying to steer away from this guy right here because now he's trying to focus on watches. See, Steve is not, oh. I, 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 can't, <laughs> I don't even know what that is, right? I'll, oh, you I'll know, know, he can DM me. He, oh, I'm, I'm, uh, you see oh, my information here we go. there because here we go. I know I've got a poster. Oh, I'm just blowing my mind. I got some books back here <sighs> no, and I have I posters of the whole watch collections. Let me, let me ban this it. guy real quick from the comment section. Uh, let me, uh. you know what? But I, I want to go back to something that you just mentioned. Um, okay. That, that I, that I thought about getting out of your way, not worrying about the technology, not worrying about what right. others say. And you'll remember this as well. What was one, of, I hate to put you on the spot here, but what was one of the main don't do's that quote unquote experts told us to do back in the day when it comes to video? Well, it won't get me into trouble because I, I, I mention it now, even when I'm coaching someone in live stream, whether it be phone, camera yeah. or more professional production so, so i'll say so i'll say this shooting on your phone because i know exactly what i want to say and i want to take you down this path what shooting on okay, your I'm phone going with you. so shooting on your phone what was one of the main things that folks say back in the day don't do when you're shooting video on your phone well just for one they said not to go live on your phone because it's too raw and it's yeah. not professional had i listened i wouldn't have been recruited for a, a huge marketing activation here in las vegas uh, around the time of New Year's, where they needed specifically influencers and storytellers to go live at every property by a certain, um, I'll just say MGM Resorts International, they needed live streamers. Had I listened that live streaming is not professional, I would have never been in the running. I would have never gotten recognized to Man. be hired for that campaign. So I would. that's why I say, you know, don't get caught up on the tech and don't, don't also... We're, there are many experts. We all are experts of our experience and our story, and some can benefit from it if they find themselves attracted to what we're talking about. But it didn't make me less professional by specializing in live stream That's because true. I had also done the professional video where it's scripted and rehearsed and yeah. perfectly ed edited and that's fine. But these are just two different types of things for two different types of use cases. And so that's what I would say. People are saying 
it's uh, and I even famous YouTubers now that are selling courses, <laughs> well-known YouTubers <laughs> we that, that I've had. No, I would you never because to, they're friends. Yeah. No, they're people I know, but it's okay because I went to Streamy Awards, I went to VidCon, yeah. and it was early days. It was before YouTube Mobile was available, and I was still live streaming. But I'll say this as a positive: a well-known YouTuber walked up to me, and I had no idea who they were because I wasn't on YouTube. I was focusing on Periscope at the time, yeah. and they said, "You're killing it in live stream," and that just you know, it just That's like cool. oh, like it, I didn't even see myself as a peer. But it was like they saw that I was being consistent and I was putting out the content. It was high quality, as high quality as it could be. And I made a space for myself in live stream. That right there is, is a gem. Hopefully folks would take notice of right there. But so what I was specifically talking about was okay. shooting in portrait versus horizontal. Oh, shooting in portrait versus horizontal. Now, I mean, now, I'm hearing that not in the past. I wasn't hearing much of that because a lot of people weren't doing it anyway, yeah. but I'm hearing that, you know, oh, so yeah. shoot in vertical now, right? Shoot in vertical. Right. Some are saying now, horizontal. Now all, now all the reels, now all of the micro contents, the TikToks and, and the Facebook reels, IG reels, things like that, were shooting in vertical as opposed to shooting horizontal, right? It, it was always that, yeah. that kind of mantra of you can't shoot video in vertical, but now right, you have to. from a consumption perspective, this is how, this is how the kids are doing it. Right? This is, this is how that Snapchat, TikTok, what that, that generation is consuming digital content because it, it is actually easier to look at it from a portrait perspective. So I go into all that and I say, right, forget the experts, do what's right for you, do what's natural for you. Listen to your community, obviously, because your community will tell you, we're, we're only shepherds of our community. Right. And your community will, yeah. will, will guide you in the direction that they want to go with the particular content that you're delivering. But I just have always thought that was funny that so many, again, quote unquote, influencers and or experts would say, if you're going to shoot on your mobile phone and you're going to shoot video, you got to do it in horizontal. No, you don't. Well, there's no, trends, don't. there's trends yeah. that come and go, right? And so no one's wrong. I'm not saying that because we all are experts at something. Your your podcast is amazing, by the way, your, your video production, it's all great. And I love it. So you're an expert at this. I'm not saying forget them. I'm just saying, don't let it deter you if you mm -hmm. feel strongly about doing something else, because you may be ahead of the game. You might be ahead of the curve. You might be on something new that's going to be the next trend. And by not changing who I was from the beginning, and I may have every now and then tried something I heard if it's, it was interest to me and I thought my audience could benefit from it, but it didn't make me stop on like remove my personality and my style from it. So be influenced by others, be encouraged by others absolutely hire coaches. Not only am I one, I've hired yes. coaches and yes. I plan on going to another, you know, joining another coaching group. But it, it's, it's just recognize that don't let it discredit you and what you feel you should be doing because I shoot both. I shoot in vertical. I, I go live in vertical and in horizontal. And sometimes I just film in a way so that if it's a 4K and it's horizontal, it's easy to crop in and post and repurpose in vertical. So yeah. it's just not one way or other that's right or wrong. It's just consider your use case, consider your audience. And if that's what they like, keep doing that. Rocky Nash is getting it to y'all. Come on, man. Somebody put some likes in there. I, I know I'm streaming everywhere. Listen, we were on you Twitter. Are. We were on YouTube. I was trying LinkedIn. to check it. <laughs> uh, I mean, oh my goodness. Y'all y'all better recognize right here. You, you're not going to get this uh, just off the streets. I like what you mentioned as well about showing and exuding your personality, right? Because being your own individual you as you're going out there telling your story and, and presenting products and presenting strategies, whatever, having master classes and workshops to your community. If you 
like if I didn't emote, if I didn't talk with my hands, if I didn't do all this stuff, it would be not me. And it, w- it wouldn't come across with, with the energy. But Again, watching the stuff that you put out, watching your content when you're live on the scene, when you're in those conference rooms, we hear the inflection in the voice, we see the emotion, and we, you know, we see that you're actually dialed in and listening to the person that you're interviewing, right? So you bring about your personality. So you're not just interviewing, you're actually participating in the conversation. Oh, thank you. So <laughs> thank you for noticing I, that. I'm, uh, come on now. We, we watch what's going on. We, and, and I, and I think to be honest with you, and I know a lot of creators are watching or listening right now as well. And we need more of that. We, we need more of that, that feedback loop, right? And should, should not be hesitant to actually say, Hey, Rocky, you, know, you might want to adjust maybe that lighting. You might want to adjust, Hey, th- this angle, consider this, consider that brush up on the thumbnail, whatever, right? we should not hesitate to see our colleagues get better and succeed and get 1% better each time they go live. Right? Let's there, speak there to that. Be right. Let's go. Come on now. Go, yes, go, ahead, no, go let's and dive speak into to that. Um, I follow, I follow my peers now in the beginning. I didn't because I had my blinders on and I just wanted to create, you know, just create freely and focus on my audience. But then I realized the importance of collaboration, the importance of seeing what your peers are doing. You go farther further, farther, depending on where you live, you go farther when you work together. I was trying to do so many things on my own and had I collaborated sooner with other live streamers, that would have really helped me. I'm a super techie. So I work a lot behind the camera too. So maybe that's why that was my excuse. But now like meeting you at CES and then deciding to go live with you impromptu, you know, like be a guest uh, in the media room at CES was really great for me. It was an encouraging experience. Like, oh, this is what it feels like to not stream alone. And then others who have a full, beautiful studio that cost up to ten to $30,000, you know, that's also great. There we are. You Come on you now. Take some great photos. We have been and- in the building. We can all do it differently and still win and collaborate together. There's a there's an audience for everyone. So yes, while I may be bubbly and approachable, that may not be great because I also worked, you know, as a digital live producer at a local news station here. When you're in network television news, that's not the persona you want to. There's mm. professional journalists on air presenting that type of uh, personality and that type of delivery, and that's appropriate for that area. But for, since this is my production, I do it this way. And guess what? There's an audience that is drawn specifically to me because they want someone that's going to uplift them. There may be someone else that's like her personality is distracting. I just want the facts. I, you know, and I just, I don't want the in-between conversation to encourage me. I just want walk by the booth, tell me the specs of the latest camera and walk away. And that's fine because guess what? There's that creator for them. And that's what I like about the creator community. We're about to go to the National Association of Broadcasters next month, NAB. And I'm very excited about it because it's speaking to the fact that there's media, entertainment, sports, and the industries that support them from from idea to publishing, from from the uh, creation to the consumer. There's a space for all of us within there, whether it be traditional or new media. And I absolutely love that. So don't think that there's not a place for you or an audience that will uh, welcome you with open arms just because you're different. Keep your personality and your style because how tiring would it be to have to put on not yeah. in addition to have to getting dressed and if you wear makeup, because sometimes I don't on camera. Um, how exhausting to have to think about what 
personality I should also put on. I'm not doing that. That's, <laughs> I'm not that's doing too much that. Work, so. right? I, it's I too much work. I could only be me, right? And, and folks in the community know that I'm strange and I'm, I'm crazy, but you know, it's, it's all good. It's, it's the exact You're same great. day in after day out. And, and my makeup is, you know, I, I got mine on. You know, my, you got my, yours on. I love it. I got but my I follow everyone. You know. Yes, yes, but that's so. what I wanted to to end with is that. But no, but I follow all my peers who have completely yeah. different styles than me. Some are similar to me. Don't let that intimidate you either. Just because because there's phrases I've been saying for a long time, and I'll see some another time on someone's shirt or this. That doesn't mean they took it from me. That doesn't mean someone else didn't say it before me. I think so many people get caught up mm. in either I need to look like this person. Or if I say this, people are going to think I'm copying this person. The people who are publishing some of this content aren't the first that said it either. They were That's inspired true. by someone. You think you may have said it, but guess what? What if you weren't watching or following me or James, who've been saying it for much longer? You wouldn't know. So don't get caught up on the gear. Don't get caught up on what people will think of you because there's an audience that will love you. And and it's okay to support other others. You said that about taking advice from others about, oh, yeah. can you improve your thumbnail? Can you do this? I've signed up for courses. I've purchased digital download packs from my peers who are also live producers or YouTube creators. And I love that we're supporting each other. There's there's enough room for us all to grow an audience, to win, to have our own platform and support each other. We need, we need to, if anyone's doing that, because I think that we have a large supportive community, but if anyone's letting that stop them, don't worry about it because there's more of us that want to support each other. It's going to let that marinate for a minute. Let that just just let that out that simmer out there in the pot. <laughs> yeah, Be, because let I mean, it simmer. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna let that marinate for a little bit because I mean, really, that that can be a hurdle, especially for folks who see this opportunity, see an opportunity to, to they have a community they want to cultivate and they want to start spreading messages. They want to use the power of technology and the power of digital media to spread that message. But they look at others and they initially want to emulate that, right? They want to have the fancy this, the fancy that, and the, and the lights, the camera, and the action. But, and that deters them from actually delivering the message. That de deters them from the most important part, and that is delivering the content. So right. uh, being in the room and being the smartest person in the room, I don't want to be in that place at all. I would love to be in the middle of somewhere where um, the Petrucci's and the, and the Petrecki's and the, and the yes. Nash's, right? So I'm, I'm dropping names that we all, we all know. I mean, the oh, folks yes, that, I love it. Right? Yes. So Laura the, the Petrucci, Eric Parecki, Nikki Sun. Right. Yes. All, all of those and folks. Roberto and, Blake. And, right. And, and hearing all of their concepts about from not, not just from doing this as maybe a side hustle as probably some folks start, but then evolving into a business, how, what it takes to actually spin up that LLC what it takes to actually maybe trademark that name, to trademark that logo, doing all the things to make this dream that you may have into a reality yeah. outside of just, again, that side hustle. Nothing wrong with the side hustle. But yeah. when you want when you want to put, you know, when you want to put the, the Stacey Adams on or the Bostonians, you want you when you want to put on the, you know, the, I don't know what other shoes, those are the only ones that I have. Well, when you put the big boy <laughs> shoes on and actually start doing some things at a, at a more global perspective, you got to have those things in consideration as well. And you've done that quite well. I mean, just the the onboarding piece that you use for bringing on clients and perspectives. Uh, we don't necessarily have to talk about individual tools and, and things of that nature, but you've yeah. been able to integrate things that allow you to be cognizant of your time and not say that I'm available Sunday through Saturday, midnight 
to 11.59 or, you know, 12 a.m. to whatever the case, 24 hours a day. But you've actually been able to frame it out such that folks have to be flexible enough to work in the confines of what Rocky Nash is doing, right? You've got some admin days, you've got probably some uh, production days, and you got days for meetings, for live streams. Talk a little bit about, all right, so we're no longer afraid of the technology. We're actually no. getting out there and getting it done. Talk, talk no. to us a little bit no. about putting some structure around our activities such that when we do go sit in front of the MGMs and when we do go sit in front of the client that we are prepared to have that conversation about hiring us, hiring me as your live stream producer, as your digital show studio build person, that kind of talk to us a little bit about the structure that you've put in place for your, for your world. Well, for sure. It hasn't been perfect. It hasn't been without its challenges. Mm -hmm. I think we don't post enough about that. And that's so better. I've been posting yeah. And, and, a and lot. see, that's yeah. how it should be. We, we want to fall and then get up. And then that, that way we yes. can tell folks about those, those obstacles. So I'm that's sorry what I that. like. And that's what I've been posting. No, you're not. Yeah. I, I talk, this is a dialogue and that's how I talk in, in real life too is, um, and, um, I post a lot more about that now, like a little bit more behind the scenes clips, more, um, it was, I was taking too many naps working from home. So I had to start working at the coffee house, you know, and I'll show you a time lapse of me working on my laptop, spilling coffee on it, that was um, getting distracted, that. That was coming back. I'm going to do that more, but also, you know, discuss when you lose a client that you had as an annual contract and maybe you worked with them for three months and then their budget changed. That happens when you, um, someone tells you no because they don't like your style it should be mm. they want the, the full studio with the multiple cameras set up and while i have produced like that and i do know how to do that build studios like that it's oftentimes for me it's just it's this you know it's just my 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 phone and it's just my gimbal when i go places sometimes because this allows me to create the footage edit it and publish it right away then that's what i'll do but what I'll say is create content so much that you've made the mistakes, you know what works for you, you've improved your workflow. And then like you said, to speak to my CRM system, I've tested so many different productivity apps to, to record the leads that I have, to, to track the follow-ups, to create invoices and track it for tax time. And then also creating portfolio uh, proposals and contact forms. Mm -hmm. I. I I'm not able to bring, we were laughing. You all didn't see this part, but James and I, before we went live, I was having a little bit of difficulty letting go of the producer hat because I, I had a, my green screen is behind me and, but had we been able to bring in my software as well as <laughs> I would have been able to show you my QR code and some B-roll, but that was not my job today. My not job, your job today. Guess. Your job is just to hang out and, and come on just now. I, bl out. I blended the background perfectly. Come on. It now. looks we, great. I mean, this is, this is now. a range beauty or a, you know, Fenty by Rihanna ad That's right now. I'm is. loving this That's natural background. Come on okay. Now. But all this <laughs> to stay in focus, cause I'm really bad with tangents is that yes, I'm learning. This is my first year as savvy streaming digital media agency owner. Yes, in the beginning, you can feel a little of imposter syndrome. Like, who am I? Yes, I worked at a network television station. I was recruited into that role. I didn't apply for it at first, but it was because they had a digital first initiative to build a digital studio, train the anchors and the digital reporters how to go live in between the broadcast, the tease to the on-air news station. So while they didn't fully implement that right away, but I finished building it, training everyone, before wow. I ended up running my own production company, um, that's that that's fine. But to speak to 
the business, I'm still learning too. In fact, I'm just as excited to go to CES and cover it as media. I'm just as excited as you are to attend NAB because not only am I covering stories and raising awareness for new technologies out there, I'm learning how I can improve my small business. So there are people who need exactly what I have, which is approachable storytelling where I can, I'm a professional trained commercial photographer for more than two decades, but also video storytelling. I can create that horizontal, build you a studio and I can create reels and social media for you and manage it. But there was, I was like, how am I going to manage the interest? Then I found a new CRM system. Okay. There's cloud-based uh, SaaS platforms yeah. that really was like, wow, this is great. I've tested. I, I was going to say, I mean, I can name 10 for you right now that I've tested, but now I finally settled on been one. In, been in book with you, been right there with you, gone through all Been of right them. here, right? They're, they're great and they all have their things, but it needs to do exactly what you need. I needed something from contact to bringing that lead in to I could use my template replies to then when it needs to customize, they could select a time for a virtual or for in-person meeting. Then it could follow up with them with the portfolio, you know, images. I needed something that 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 took them through the full journey, the customer journey yes. with me, all the way down to making payments or it being auto payment, down to, hey, you know, reminders, those automatic emails go out. So I know that was a lot to say, but I finally found it and I'm not going to promote it, but it's working for me. And um, to speak to the business, yes, I'm an LLC. Uh, I I work alone, but I also from time to time hire assistants. Sometimes I have interns who just want to, you know, learn from me. And there are times when I'm still testing things like, should I, you know, work with a different camera? I'm a Nikon, a Nikon girl, if you want to pronounce it um, the way it's pronounced. But um, Nikon, Nikon, that was my first camera mm. ever. And I still have that glass, but I've also used the Canon body. Love the Canon ROS, um, the, the Canon EOS, you know, the R6, mm-hmm. I believe it mm-hmm. is. Tested that one. Um, but I've also used medium format. Like I've used all the cameras, but all this to say, is that I went back to what works for my business model. What will people pay me for? And yeah. people love working with me with building their rundown for their digital studios, whether they want to, they've gotten away from news and they want to launch their own show, or it's a content creator who's switching from one platform to another and they want me to come by and help them, you know, make sure it goes smoothly and launch it and manage the social. So that's find what works for you is what I'm trying to yeah. say, but make sure in the business side, that it's something that people will pay you for as well, because sometimes you can get so caught up on what you love doing, but if it's also not paying the bills, you'll end up right back at nine to five, Ooh. which is not bad because I love my nine to five jobs. I love, right. I pick them. I don't work anywhere I don't love. So shout out to everybody in my LinkedIn history. You can see it. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't, um, make, don't, don't make them mad. You know, we don't LinkedIn. No, don't, don't yes. If I've worked with you, if I've worked with you, I liked them. No, if I worked with you, I liked you. I liked that company, but I was brave enough to step back out because as an entrepreneur before, and then I joined, I got a nine to five and then I went back and finding that comfortable space, but also making sure you can support yourself. And it's a challenge. You're not going to always win every month, especially I'm in my first year, but I'm finding the right audience and the right client base for me that makes me comfortable and still love what I do. That's where I'm at right now. So that, that that's huge. Also, like from a from a mental health, mental awareness perspective, right? So that that avoids anything like burnout. That that avoids you getting complacent. Right. That avoids you not liking and wanting to get up out of bed and going putting that work in. Right again, the title that I put out for this was "Show Up, Stand Out, and Win" because that's that's what you do. Um, 
a couple of things that you mentioned as well, and I want to rehash them before I forget because I'm I'm an old guy, and if I don't say them, they'll they'll fall out of my head. Um, the fact that you've tried different technologies, different pieces of gear, different equipment. You've gone through the Nikon's. You've gone through the the Canons. I need to get you over to to Sony. But uh, oh, I'm but, using Sony right now. Okay, I have okay. Sony I, as well. Listen, yes. I got some Sonys for you if you need. I can, I can. We can. Let me, let me upgrade you. Oh, I do, I do. Please send <laughs> no. me your resale list because I need a second uh, okay. camera in here. So yeah, I'll send me your you, Sony for sale okay, list. Okay, holla at you, boy. Um, but <laughs> but the fact that you've gone through using those different products, those different technologies, you can be a subject matter expert. You can be that trusted advisor because you know how. Road versus works versus Sure. You know how Sony works versus Canon or versus Nikon. You right. You you have that experience, so you can be that coach. You can be that consultant to talk to folks who may be interested. I just need a camera. I need a mic. I need some lights. Well, okay. Yes. I've gone through this and I've used this. This is what I recommend based on what I've used, but also based on your need and your situation. So you've got that background. Um, Lauren, let's see. Here we go. I'm, I'm gonna kick this guy out of the comments, but. Uh, what, he can what, DM what, what, me. What? Just let him know he no, can DM so me. No, so I'll just, I'll, I'll, I'll just, I'll just say this, Steve. It is the same one that you're using. There. <laughs> now I'll, I'll just, I'll leave it at that. I can't see his comment, but it's like he He's can saying, always DM me. What, what platform are you using? Well, don't you don't. Have, oh, it's. <laughs> it, it's, the, it's the oh, same. right now it, it depends. For me, is he talking about streaming platforms? Oh, because I was talking about your. I was talking about like HoneyBook. Oh yes, uh, yeah. yes. I've used I've used HoneyBook, and I've used. Should I go? I won't go through the whole go ahead. list. Listen, but if you, I if you love, got affiliate links, you better mention these companies. Yes, you can message me in the DMs <laughs> if you're on. Um, you can always message me, and I'll be happy to send you a full list of what I'm using now. But I have used HoneyBook. I'm loving HoneyBook. Um, before that, I also had a, through Squarespace. They have Acuity. I've used Acuity. Yeah. There's several others. There's Sprout if you're focused on photography. There's, there's a lot. And, and also shout out, not a shout out, but thank you to the brands that have partnered with me through the years. I always, dis, I always disclose if I'm sponsored by one, this is that, not yes. a sponsor. I yeah. can absolutely tell you that I, I do love, and I learned about it through Latasha James on YouTube. She's hmm. a social media marketing strategist and, and manager for social media. And I was like, I don't know if that could work for me, but let me see. And I tested it through using her trial link and I, I am, I'm loving it right now. So HoneyBook is great. I, I love it for what I what I do, yeah. but I've used others, and I can absolutely give you my feedback on the others if that maybe it'd be a better fit for you. But right now, I do love that. There's there's a call to action for everyone right there. I'm gonna put Rocky's links everywhere so you can reach out to her as well. But I'm definitely gonna have you back into the digital collective network, the the private community to go. Okay. So we're at 101 level right now, but to go at 201, 301 level, the one-to-one and or the one-to-many about how you can assist and help folks as they want to level up their environment. So, so, uh, yes, keep, yes. Keep because it's all levels. Like you yes. said, that I think it's on my website right now, just letting you know, I've used my phone. I've used DSLR cameras. I've used PTZ cameras. I've used very expensive cameras, medium format, large format, because I went to college also for photography. Mm. But all this to say, because of this knowledge, because of using all the brands, because of working with some brands to beta test their hardware or software before it's publicly available, I'm aware I, I focus on the good things that they provide so I can find the right solution for you. So I do have a minimum, of course, working with me, but at the same time, I'm able to build something for you within your budget. So 
I don't think it's necessary to have a $30,000 video live streaming studio. If you're just going to be talking, a talking head, you know, you might be fine mm -hmm. using a, a Aerocaster with a multiple camera iPhone camera setup. You might be fine with the ATEM mini with two, uh, two digital cameras. You, or you might need to level up and use the, you know, SR, I was going to do all the V, the V, the, you know, the VH, what is it? 160 HD by Roland with the several DSLR cameras, you know, Listen, you can come go, on now. and then you can go for, you can go higher and higher, you know, you can use different switchers, different cameras, but like, but, but use what you need. And that's where, that's where my focus is, even for some of the clients that I've had, where it was an annual contract, but each month they wanted a certain amount of content or a certain amount of live streams that they want me to help them produce. That was focusing on the setup I built for them that they needed. Some had multiple phones with a certain switcher, some cameras, some just one camera, but they needed help with the distribution side of it. So I'm the person that's kind of, I get you going, get you excited to go, looking professional, comfortable telling the story and with your workflow using systems that won't overwhelm you if you're a solo producer, solo content creator. And then from there, I mean, I have friends and agencies. If you wanna go ahead and start paying the 10,000 or five to 10,000, um, a month for someone else to manage all of that for you or and more because uh, it goes up to hundred you know six figures for social media management then I have someone I can refer you to I like the one-on-one -on -one. some people don't like it I like the one-on-one -on -one to hear what your struggles are what you want to build and I've tested so many things and continue to at NAB I've already got some early partners of, of gear that and and hardware software luggage different things for producers that I'm going to start testing, but that's all not just for me, but for you to recommend mm. what maybe could be the right solution for you within your budget. That's where I'm at before you go, you know, mainstream network. <laughs> <laughs> that's all right. So, and, and one thing that I like about what you just said just now as well is your diversification, right? It, it's not just the live streams. It's not just on the scene type of thing. You, you've branched out your business into a number of different offerings from Savvy Streaming, RockyNash.com, right? There, there's more to you than just the camera work. There's the behind the scenes camera work, there's the production, there's the setup and all of that. Talk a little bit briefly about the importance of the diversification piece. I mean, I mean, I think, again, a lot of folks maybe just now starting out, mm -hmm. that's kind of the, the content that I want to, the audience that I want to talk to you right now, the folks that are just starting out and maybe intimidated, but the need to diversify the offerings that you provide to your community? So for my community, my clients, I know my customer, they're multi, they're multi-talented people. They're people who have may have had a career in television or had a career in radio, but now they want to produce something for themselves. They're breaking away and now they're an entrepreneur and they're uncomfortable. They don't know what to do. They're feeling like, well, can I still get respected? Can I still attract an audience? Or is that new content creators? Like I've been going live often, often, often. Now I'm getting people reaching out. I grew my audience and I feel like I need to level up. Or, you know, I want to start attracting brands. And while I have experience organically attracting brands by producing content and speaking about things I know, that that attracted certain brands to me where they're like we should partner because i can help you be better that's how i found them but there are us also people i know mentors of mine that can get you the larger name companies they know how to pitch and how to nurture that relationship repeatedly to finally get the bigger brands um, sponsoring you for your events and for your show and commercials in between things like that but i like long-term brand partnerships so um to to stay on track with what, what you were saying about <laughs> you know because i will go off on a tangent so but to, 
No, yeah, but to, to speak to the diversification of it, I like being that Jill of all things or um, that because I'm able to speak to the pain point. I understand the pain points of many types of content creators. So mm. media, entertainment, film, who are trying to break away and do something for the first time and have someone who can be their coach, their their guide to, to build them up um, and then get them started and creating consistently. But I will say this because it is my first year. I also understand because I have successfully run another business before for a decade. Let's not discount that. But this is my new digital media agency company. So I recognize I may need to focus in on just one service eventually. But right now I can be rogue and wild. In fact, right after this podcast, I'm going to a client who I helped set up a live stream studio at her house. And she's going to go live with her show. She's worked on commercials before, but it all started with her going live on social media, but then improving that setup to attract this brand, right? So I'm going to go sit in on a live stream and, and tweak a few things with her. But all this to say, I am going to maybe after I do a little bit more research, after I have a few more clients, I maybe I won't offer you know certain things anymore. Maybe it will just be the studio build, or maybe it will be just the building the rundown so that your flow of your show is really smooth. Or maybe it will just be helping you partner with brands and with the production when it's happening, like that live stream production. Maybe yeah. I'll just be behind the scenes. So we'll see. But right now I'm comfortable doing this, but it's also research for me to kind of further refine who my customer is. But absolutely by next year, you know, the prices will be going up and I will have less services because I, I understand for the business to be to scale and to last, I can't wear myself out until I'm able to hire more people to help me. So I look forward to that because I want to yeah. teach more people what I'm doing. It's really exciting to be able yeah. to build a dream with someone and have the knowledge to to help them shape their dream but i am going to have to scale it down so you're right like let's let's not focus too much on my website right now there's a lot of offerings but i I will narrow it down eventually yeah but but i like that because there there's power in the uh, observance and the knowledge that scaling down niching down whatever the case would be focusing in locking in on what you're really good at makes sense and there's there's no harm in that right? right and then i also like the fact that you said as you grow in expertise and listen prices might might end up going up here in in five six seven months whatever case may be because i i really am a pro- huge proponent that people pay attention to what they pay for right i do I, too i, I do yeah, too i'll right. pay more I, for the better thing yeah, yeah. <laughs> i will just just like apps right I'll, I'll i'll sit and talk to a lot of technology companies and they just launched this what they thought is this killer app that's going to take over the world i'm like and they're giving it away free but it's full of ads and it's full of things that distract from the, the goal and the mission. And, and I'll ask them, I'll say, well, what is the monetization strategy? And I'll say, well, right now we don't really have one. We're just gonna give it away free. We're gonna try to grow the user base. And I always tend to shy away or tend to be a little more apprehensive of those because again, if you build a quality product and or service and you deliver value to your community, again, we will we pay attention to what we pay for. If I'm paying you on a monthly basis and subscription basis or annual basis, or I pay for a LTD, a lifetime delivery of something, I'm going to be vested in that. I'm I'm, I'm going to want to make sure that we've talked about HoneyBook. I want to make sure that HoneyBook is continuing to evolve and add features and functionalities each year when the tax code gets updated. They're going to add new new stuff for that. 
the, the calendar uh, scheduling functionality. They're going to bring in some new features for that. They're going to bring in round robin scheduling. They're going to bring in meeting polls, right? All of that. We're, we're going to, as the user and the consumer, we're going to be vested right. in that. And as content creators, entrepreneurs, solopreneurs, whatever you want to call ourselves, don't be afraid to charge for your services. Don't be afraid to charge for your wealth, for, for your for your value, because there there is uh, value in charging for what you actually put out and provide to your community. Um, right. Let me bring That's this question up. That's what people are paying for. E exactly. And I, and I like this with Motivated Minds is saying, good to see you here in, in the comments. Use what you need. How does one identify what they need? And that can be a whole 30 minutes. But but I know I want to be cognizant of time because I know you got to roll out. But but again, that's an <laughs> interesting question, right? Now use what we need. Yeah, I got this phone. I got this iPad. I got this whatever, whatever. How do I know what I need if I'm if I want to tell a story about a particular product and or service and or offering? Well, because I still remember my origin story and Come I consider now. myself still there. Um, you use what you have. That that's my model. Is, is start where you are with what you have before you even buy anything, because how awful would it be to invest in an expensive camera and computer and light and find out that you could have produced it with your phone because now the phones are just as good as cameras were 10 years ago. How, how awful would it be to invest in this, this 4K, huge light? 4K, 60 frames per second. 4K, right 60 frames per second from your phone. I've seen my footage and, 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 and my news professional friends know right. this. When well, yeah. we would do calls on social media for if you're in this area and you see this you know, in the area. And if you're seeing the traffic's like this, or if you're seeing the weather, can you please send us in a video? There people are sending it from their phones and it's making it on air. Think yeah. about how much cell phone footage you are seeing in even your local news broadcast, because it's coming from a viewer who was closer to the scene than we were. When you, when you look at, um, some of the fees that we're even sending in from, I'm trying not to name too many brands, but just even in news, like when, when you're using apps, like a, a live view, let's say you're using live view yeah. and you get a live view app and we were sending in live feed from our phone to send it into the news station for them to then take that feed and put it on air. I mean, some of that's coming from, depending on the app you're using, I have so many apps, it's coming from a phone. Sometimes it comes from the, the camera, the news camera, but there's a lot you can do with your phone. So you're right. You don't know what you, you need, right. To get, Maybe you're looking at someone and you want to dissect their studio and say, I think that's what I need. But the only way you'll figure it out is by first starting to create content. You may hate creating content and then decide maybe you shouldn't do this at all. <laughs> so let's definitely not invest the money in the brand, the latest camera, latest lighting, latest, well, definitely get some audio, good audio. I can give you a list for what you should that's get. True. That's kind that's of like true. reasonably priced because you don't want bad audio. People cannot endure that. I, I wouldn't listen to it. But start where you are start with your phone everyone has a phone and and this is another thing as regarding no excuses when i didn't have the money when i was you know staying with a friend i was still able to keep up with my schedule going live because even if i didn't have cell service we remember these days i don't know Man, if some people you, do yeah you flash you back only, now you only have wi-fi right yeah if you have a phone it doesn't have to be the latest and you have wi-fi you could even sit near a a library. Think of all the places where there's local free coffee houses. Used where to call it war driving. Used to call it war driving. Is that what they call it? We used to steal uh, Wi-Fi connection from play <laughs> back in the, the before everyone is, started all... locking down their their wireless networks. Yeah, we used to call it war driving. <laughs> well, it's free though at coffee houses and yeah. libraries and different places. So if you want to start and 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 book a room in a library and go live, you know whatever it is you need to do, start simple. 
get consistent, and then you'll learn from your audience what they like by the views, right? You'll be able to see what they're yeah. interested in. And you can even ask them, create more of that content. And then once you start having an offering, like, hey, if anyone wants to work with me, or hey, if you want my, my download for $10, you know, on my latest tips for this, people will support you. They love supporting you. I, I had to have my audience beg me to put a buy me a coffee link when I was doing coffee house chats for the longest, they were like, we want to buy you coffee. I'm like, yeah. okay, fine. How do you do that? They walked me through it. Love it. <laughs> that was early on. So to say this, start with your phone, start with Wi-Fi if you don't have a data plan. And then if you have a data plan, okay, great. Now you can, you can produce anywhere. Start, still start with your phone, vertical, horizontal, go live to all the social media platforms, then invest in software. Like this is Ecamm. You're using Ecamm. OBS is free if you're on a P on a PC mm -hmm. and then I can keep going, but I won't. I think that was short enough. <laughs> <laughs> See, wealth of knowledge here, folks. Listen, Rocky Natchez, someone you want to know. And and I'll, I'll end with this one right here because, again, okay. it's along the lines of the diversification and some of the stuff that you're doing as well, right? The whole life selling aspect. Right? Oh, so you, you've got your You've got your Amazon store up or your Amazon uh, landing page, your storefront, where you're actually walking through products that you use you recommend that you've broken, putting back together and said, this is no good, but this is good. And, and, and you can actually have that dialogue with an audience and with your community there as well. So from a content creator's perspective, again, talking about um, diversification in terms of monetizing your, your assets, you've got this store right here and you get affiliate revenue. Yeah, that, I mean, that's nice. But again, you're, you're here actually serving as a subject matter expert and a technology and as a consultant to your audience. So something like this. I will make sure that this storefront link is in the description as well, because I think right now I just have your primary website and your YouTube and your Instagram, but I'll make sure that this is there as well. Are you okay. still uh, frequently pushing out on, on Amazon live or, 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 or what are you doing? Cause uh, I know I, I've got you, I've got you marked, right? So I, I know when you go live and I no, haven't have seen you. Live. Come on now. No, where, I'll tell you why. I'll All tell right. you where why. You to speak to what I said, I'm constantly testing things, right? Okay. I go live everywhere because I want to know how that platform works because maybe that platform is the perfect place for my client yeah. who has a product or who's partnered with a brand and they want to produce a show on Amazon live, but not every platform is right for you. Mm. Not every platform. I find for me, because I go live consistently about technology, lifestyle, travel, certain brands want to align with me and my UGC style reporting. They love it. But I did notice while I only went live, I think it was within two days. It was my first time getting, I got approved on Amazon live. I went live around prime days and within two days I sold $5,000 worth of products. And I was like, what? This works. Oh Come my on. God. And then. And then I would run live the regular days and then I was like, okay. And then, and then you wait until you get the reward. And when I saw the amount of reward I got versus how much I sold, I was like, okay, <laughs> wait a minute, you have to reassess. Yeah. Now I'm not judging it just from what <laughs> for myself. I love it. I love it. I'm going to go live more regularly on Amazon. Yes, because there's certain products that I want the entry level content creator to know about. And the more I go live, on Amazon Live with my advice, it's going to help guide them. But I have found for myself and the type of content I create that it's better for me to align myself and get paid by the brands directly mm, because I'm not used, I don't have time for the long game on Amazon Live to finally mm -hmm. make the affiliate income add up to something that to me is fair for what I'm selling. But if I were selling higher priced items, maybe, and if I was going live daily, 
then I do have peers who are doing very well at Amazon Live, but that's their focus. And you're going to get rewarded when you're focusing on something. And you can't expect to be an overnight success on Amazon Live, even though it felt like it for those two days. I was like, this is great. And so I will. Yes. So continue to follow me there on Amazon Live because I want to do more of the entry level content creator gear that's affordable and available on Amazon um, because that's very important for people who are trying to not be afraid by the gear. You know, so I'm going to keep yeah. going live on Amazon. It, the, the affiliate income, I'm not going to focus on because I, I'm focusing on brand deals for what I produce. Makes sense. Makes sense. Where can folks find you? What's next? Uh, I know you talk NAB. This, this will be my first. I've gone. So I've gone to CES for 12 years. This will be my first time yes. at NAB. So, I mean, so what's Yay. what's next for you? What's, what's, what's going on in the world of Rocky Nash? Well, I will be with you at NAB. So the National Association of Broadcasters is April 15th through 19th. I will be there as media covering the latest uh, experiences and booths, products, hardware, software for those in the media entertainment space from, from concept to creation. So stay with me on RockyNash.com. Follow me everywhere at Rocky Nash Live. And I will, I promise to keep publishing this content that, that serves you. So stay in touch. I'll be back on James show. This is not going to be the last time that you see me. So I'm not going to give a long send off. There you go. <laughs> she said it. I, all right. And it's recorded. So there you go. She's, she's, uh, now committed. Yes. Rocky, you're, you're amazing. I appreciate you for taking the time to come in and share just again, some, some tips, some tidbits, some information, helping folks get out of their own way, helping folks understand that with that camera that they got in their pocket or they got in their purse that they can make some, some amazing things happen. You really show up, you really stand out and you win. And yes. again, I'm, I'm wearing this shirt for you, chief, everything officer, appreciate you for you, right. For going out there and just, and just making things happen and, and knocking down barriers, knocking down doors, breaking through ceilings, just, just going out there and getting it done and not being, uh, intimidated by anything that's out there any of the false narrative you you really are uh, a winner so appreciate you for for being who you are thank you all and i encourage you to go live because there's space for all of us yeah. for all your stories you're the expert of your experience just get started because technology has enabled us all to create content that can support our lives so let's let's go rocky nash folks 